Hello and welcome to a special portion of today's episode with James and Sarah, where we're going to talk a little bit about some events that have happened uh, recently um, surrounding a non-binary Oklahoma teen student named Nex Benedict. Um, so first, if you haven't heard, um, Sarah, do you want to talk about kind of what it is and what's happened so far? So the story, as far as we know it at the moment, um, is that 16-year-olds NB, um, next Benedict, um, died on the 8th of February, a day after they were reportedly beaten by classmates on school grounds. Um, and the reason that they got beaten up was because um, they drew, due to a bill passed in Oklahoma, they were being forced to use a restroom um, that did not match their gender. Um, and other children who came in beat them up until they were very very sick um and they were not acting normal and the school didn't call anybody um and in fact they 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 punished next um by um suspending them and then they died from their injuries the next day so i will say there <clears throat> there have been several um like several different versions of the story there has been a portion of a statement that was released that does say that the death does not look like it was caused by trauma. However, I don't that the entire um, actual uh, report has not been released by the family or the um, people that the the like the um, mortician that has done the obit. Uh, not the obituary, the, what is it called, Sarah? The postmortem. Yes. So like the postmortem checks and um, that's not the word I was looking for, but yeah. Autopsy. Autopsy. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and there have been some reports that said uh, that Nex wasn't able to walk themselves to the nurse or they weren't able to um, move, leave from the bathroom on their own, like on their own strength. Um, but there has been a report that did come out that said from and this could just be the <clears throat> the school district kind of covering their own butts um, that everyone was able to walk away from the from the ish from the altercation and they were taken to the nurse they were allowed to speak to the nurse and the nurse was the nurse said that they were fine and the benedicts so the family took them to the hospital after they checked them out of the school <laughs> that being said that doesn't mean that um i mean to me it sounds like the way that the like the family was saying Nex was acting when they got home after they had gone to the hospital and been checked out. It sounded like Nex had a concussion and they hadn't been treated quite for a concussion um, and weren't being like you should technically actually be held in the hospital and observed overnight if you have a concussion because it could cause other issues which could lead to death. Um, and it doesn't seem like that was quite the correct route. And honestly, I don't see why the school didn't call for an ambulance or have like, I don't understand why there was nothing like nothing done at the school when there is a massive fight involving involving multiple students. There should always be some sort of um, some sort of statement that has to happen or a what, what is the freaking I'm so annoyed and so mad about this. I can't think of the word. There has to be an investigation done 
and um, papers filed with the local police department that say this happened so that there is that traceability that it happened on school grounds. I did read that there is, um, so the Oklahoman reported that one day after Benedict's death, a judge approved the OPD's search warrant to look for blood and other evidence at the school and police do suspect foul play involved and need to initiate an in-depth investigation into the death. An OPD detective, Penny Hamrick, reportedly wrote on the in the warrant. <clears throat> so she did say, or Nick Bolt, Nick Boatman uh, from the OPD is a lieutenant said we are investigating a crime. Uh, the investigator in which the investigator in this case suspected foul play in reference to the reported assault and battery. While various investigations are still pending, the facts currently known by the family, some of which have been released to the public, are troubling at best. We urge those tasked with investigating and prosecuting all potentially liable parties to do so fully fairly and expeditiously, ex expediently, not expeditiously, <laughs> expediently, notwithstanding the family, notwithstanding the family is independently interviewing witnesses and collecting all available evidence as well. Um, and there was a statement that said the family, whenever they did the obituary and they released the statement, they had dead named Benedict. Or, yeah, uh, they had dead named Nex using their dead name um, and calling them she in the obituary. And they did kind of release a statement saying that it was it was an accident. They were fully, um, fully aware of and supported Nex's life and living as a non-binary person. Um, so it was just they overlooked it. Um, and it's kind of understanding in that instance, but I mean, you do, do kind of think you want to make sure you look at something closely, especially if that 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 type of thing is something that needs to be needs to be taken care of. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I find really interesting is on the 23rd, I think it was the 23rd. Yeah. Yesterday during a legislative meeting, um, a Republican uh, state representative said a few troubling items that I find that not only were they troubling, but were also in poor taste and of poor timing. Um, and the fact that they had not, they did not know of this incident while they were making these statements and ask or being answering, answering questions about currently 50 different bills in the Oklahoma state that are targeting LGBTQ plus community. Um, they went on to state, we are a Republican state, super majority in the House and Senate. I represent a constituency that doesn't want that filth in Oklahoma. And then they went on to also say, we are a religious state and we are going to fight to keep that filth out of the state of Oklahoma because we are a Christian state. We are a moral state. We, okay. we want we want to lower taxes and let people be able to live and work and go to a the faith they choose. We are a Republican state and I'm going to vote my district and I'm going to vote my values and we won't we don't want that in the state of Oklahoma. <clears throat> OK, but he said he's going to vote his beliefs and his values. He's not voting for his constituents. He's voting for himself. No, I mean, I think and there is another statement later on. It does say something about um, when you have the type of like super majority that is relevant or is prevalent in a lot of a lot of states and a lot of counties. Um, it isn't it's not it's based on the majority. And by the way that they're they keep 
the person is running and they keep electing this specific person that kind of pushes the notion that that is the majority of what people want uh, whether that that's not correct that's not how it should be i honestly still feel like there should be equal representation for the majority and the minority and there should always be a check and balance in place where someone is also looking at well what is the impact to the minority of the people versus the majority of what the majority want there's never going to be a like a a grand place utopia where everyone gets what they want and everyone's happy that's just the way life is it sucks but it shouldn't be that we're leading to people abusing and beating a child to death because that's what that's what happened in this instance uh allegedly there's there's so much going on in the world where negative things are happening we're passing all these bills people can't live their lives the way that they would like to live them we aren't allowing even though they say that the the bills are aimed towards allowing families to make the make the decisions for their family the way that they're wording them it's not letting the families make the decisions it's making the legislatures make the decisions that they want to make and not putting it in the hands of the the family but also it's not even it's not built for every family it's built specifically for the stereotypical white nuclear family i yeah i don't understand how that you have to bring into this as well is that nex was an indigenous person as well so and at the rate of like indigenous people make up about two percent of the united states population but they take up a huge percentage of murder victims they are by far the like let me let me pull it up so that i can tell you the exact percentage what percentage of murders are so american um indigenous people and alaska natives are 2.5 times more likely to experience violent crimes and at least two times more likely to experience rape or sexual assault crimes compared to all other races what percentage yeah. of the population is Native American? 2.9% total. Yeah, and that does, that is kind of a insane, insane, not rhetoric, but insane number that you're looking at. That's crazy. Yeah. I just, it baffles me that the United States is set up on, oh, you can live free and live to be who you want to be, but then if you are outside of the quote-unquote norm and the quote-unquote christian family then you're seen as less than and uh more likely to be attacked and abused and in most cases murdered and killed so it's it's frustrating and i don't really understand i know people are going to say well if you don't like it then you can move or if you don't like it then you should take action but it's it's hard to take action and make a difference when there is so much and i even posted that somebody posted something about um oh the political system is works the way it's intended to work and i'm like yeah you're right it's broken the political system in the united states is broken it doesn't work for the people and when you do vote for someone that says they hold your values and they claim to run on one thing once they actually get in office they change their stance or they get paid by a big company and the corporation is what is influencing their vote and influencing their power so it's it's a difficult time and it kind of sucks um but we did want to kind of jump in before the for the episode and talk a little bit about this and just make sure uh, that it is known and uh our thoughts are with the family friends and everyone in the community for next benedict in oklahoma 
and that, and that will take us into our episode. Hopefully you all enjoy the actual episode, but we did want to, like I say, jump in and talk about this because we felt there was no reason we couldn't and there was no way that we could release an episode with all this happening and not say something in it. Well, thank you and enjoy the episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk a little about conspiracy theories. So we're going to start off with it's just a list of the most popular conspiracy theories in recent history. And then we're also going to take a look at a couple of um, conspiracy theories that actually have been proven true. So I have, a, I have I pulled up a few lists of some items that we were going to look at. Uh, we don't necessarily have to look at all of them. Um, the very first one that I saw that was kind of funny is the most recent one about Taylor Swift working for the with the NFL to use her sexuality to make the NFL more important and get more people um interested in it and then it's also goes into it's a rigged ploy um to get president joe biden reelected. yeah that i <laughs> i recently heard this theory and i was like how okay but but how how i mean how? i will say she is very influential kind of she's kind of got the influence that oprah had in 2008 but over a younger audience true but i'm just here's here's the thing one of the things that i heard was that the reason that they that the chiefs which i fucking hate that name um won the game was because of taylor swift yeah like how they did they do know that they actually have to like play the game right like yeah it's like they still had to play i never watched it because i don't really care right it's like they did they did have to play (laughs) they still had to play so anyway i know it's just so ridiculous to me but this the next one the next conspiracy theory on this list um i have heard before i've heard this a lot yeah for a while um and it's not the only instance of this kind of conspiracy theory either yeah so number two is avril lavigne died and is being impersonated so the conspiracy theory states that she died in 2003 um and that some woman named Melissa Vandella has been impersonating her ever since. <laughs> so what's interesting to me, like one of the earlier conspiracy theories similar to this is um, that Paul uh, that Paul McCartney died um, and they replaced him with a lookalike um, because the Beatles were too popular at the time. And there's all kinds of theorists out there who think that, um, you know, that there's signs that point to the fact that he died so like the um way everybody's walking on abbey road and all that other stuff but this one um this conspiracy theory emerged in 2005 on a fan page claiming that um levine struggled with her skyrocketing fame after the release of her first album let it go and used a body double to take on the burden of being famous so at some point in 2003, the real Levine died, but her legacy and career lived on with Melissa. The album's Let Go, not Let It Go. Sorry, Let Go. <laughs> you you auto-tuned it to the, the Frozen song. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Um, but anyway, in 2022, Levine, quote unquote, addressed the conspiracy by making a TikTok that poked fun at the constant comments. Yeah. Um, and then I, it's very weird. That's, that is a weird one, but. I mean, everybody, there's always been like, oh, this person was replaced with someone else. Like even I think there's a conspiracy theory that was going around that uh, Biden is there's actually five people that pretend to be Joe Biden and they just kind of like swap them out for different appearances, which I've, I never have really understood. And it doesn't really make sense because it's like, wouldn't they choose a better option than someone who can't? I mean, it's not that he can't speak, but he has issues speaking and sometimes his memory isn't the greatest. Do you think they would choose someone better if that was the option they were doing? Right. Like if we, we have things in place for if the president is not capable. So yeah. why would we work with a president who's not capable? Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um, and then the next one, which I'm sure you're super interested in, um, is talking about President or sorry, Princess Diana's death was not an accident. Um, and I've heard this conspiracy theory going around a lot. Um, and I mean, I would say I it, I think there's like two potential reasons that this is because she was kind of rebelling against the throne and the like she had just gotten a divorce. She was rebelling against the queen and like being a little bit more scandalous than usual. But I mean, if you like watch the information about the story, it was literally she was being chased by paparazzi mm -hmm. and ended up having a car accident because she was being chased by paparazzi. I have seen a different one where they say the car that was involved in the accident wasn't really Princess Diana. They switched it out with another car and she's still alive. I've heard that one as well. So I'm surprised that one's not on here. Um, but yeah, it, this is an interesting theory. And I thought it was funny that um, at the time, and it also says that her limo, limo driver was drunk at the time of the accident. Mm -hmm. I've, I didn't know that. I had never heard that. Yes, I didn't know that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I, I am always interested in anything Princess Diana um, yeah. because I was alive and aware when she died. Um, I was alive, but I wasn't aware. So I didn't really realize what was happening or pay that close attention because she died in 97. So I was yeah. I was eight. So, I mean, I would have I should have been aware, but I'm sure I had something else going on. Um, but also, like, even in the last one, it the last sentence, it talks about how she was treated at the scene and not immediately rushed to the nearest hospital. So there's proof that she was purposely killed. I think that's a little bit far fetched because most of the time they try to stabilize you at the scene of the accident as much so that they can make it easier for you to travel. So if it was right. as bad as the pictures depict, I did see some reports that showed she they were not getting to her as fast as they should have, but it could also be because there was potential issues with the car that they need mm. to take care of before they could actually get to the passengers in the car. That makes sense. So there, I mean, using your brain, there are reasonable reasons as to why um, she may not have been gotten to like as soon as they got there. But I do understand it is kind of like, well, they didn't get to her right right as soon as they got there because they just wanted they were working with the queen and the and the um, royals to make sure that she didn't make it out alive. Just strange. <clears throat> yeah. The next one is um, <laughs> not one that I've heard before, but I'm not surprised. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it before. I haven't. But I'm not surprised by it. Um, it's Beyonce and Jay-Z are Illuminati leaders. I, d I know y'all can't 
can't see me, but like <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, um, so apparently, according to this conspiracy, let's see. All right. The Bavarian Illuminati was an enlightenment group that was founded in 1776 in Germany. The group started with just a handful of members and is believed to have grown to a couple hundred with ideas of grandeur and influence over political decisions. The secret society was known for using symbols and code names to avoid identification. Whether the Illuminati was successful at having any influence within society remains to be seen, but conspiracy theorists strongly believe that the group persevered and now runs the world q who run the world um yeah i'm I'm bewildered it's an interesting theory i i think to me it's mainly so that people can justify how well they've done but it's like i mean they're both very talented so that that kind of in and of itself justifies how well they are doing right because i mean they're both they're both billionaires by like on their own accord and he owns like a major label and she is I mean, she's Beyonce. She owns basically the world. Yeah. So I don't I don't think this one's I think this one makes sense because it's like how it makes sense. But I don't think I would ever subscribe to it Um, because how else? I mean, unless other than they're very hugely talented. And I mean, to me, it's like every isn't every like faction, not faction, but like every group basically like a a, a illuminati or a a group in some way like some a sort of like a cult or something like that where Mm -hmm. if there's so much behind it that like there's a lot that someone can like influence and they can reach they reach more people than they would have if they were were working by themselves type of thing right i i think it's i think that theory in and of itself is a great example of why human beings are the way that we are <laughs> to be yeah. honest because <clears throat> it it all started off with this secret society well in our minds we let our imaginations run wild and we're like of course that secret society lasted to today and didn't just die out you know like of course th- they're running the world blah 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 it just it's just fascinating that because anything that we don't fully understand we like to just blow it out of proportion yeah um and then oh sorry no go ahead i was gonna move on to the next one did you have more about beyonce i did not i'm not a huge fan of this next one mainly because i'm also not a huge fan of this next one it's basically a major a major erasure of a major event that happened um and it's all talks about uh, myths about the Holocaust and people saying that it wasn't real. Um, there's so many conspiracy theories going around the Holocaust that it's a little crazy to say. And then like, there's so much documentation that it did happen that I don't understand why people would assume that it wasn't a possible thing. Um, so like it talks about a few people who are Holocaust deniers. Um, and then it says for the deniers to be right, who has to be wrong? Well, certainly all the survivors. The bystanders, but most of all, you have to you have the prepper wow perpetrators. They never said it didn't happen, so it's like it's not really like there's no way that it didn't happen just because of all the things that came out. Exactly. So that one's I don't even know why that one's still a popular one because yeah. it's been proven. <clears throat> time and time and time and time and time again. I think it might partially be because someone like some people can't fathom something that horrific and that insane happening 
and someone doing that to another person. So they say, well, there's no way that happened. But it's like, but it did. And people do. I mean, until like the early 70s, they were still using like, um, what are they called? And they bore out part of your brain. Lobotomies. Wow. They were still using lobotomies to treat depression or to treat homosexuality. So it's like, you have to think about things like this, where it's like, these things happen because people don't step in and say, this isn't right. Or if they do, they get taken out or removed from the conversation. Yeah. So the next one after that is a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, And more fun, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's aliens built the Egyptian pyramids, which, you know, I understand why some people feel that way because they're like, well, they had no technology back then. But, th but here's one of the things that a lot of people just don't seem to understand is that a lot of these civilizations that we talk about, like they didn't understand shit, blah, 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 blah. Okay. A lot of these ancient civilizations had things like running water, indoor plumbing, you know, things like that. Like, yes, they were not as technologically advanced as we are, but they were extremely technologically advanced for the time frame that they were in. Yeah. And I think it depends on how you look at technology, because if you look at technology like computers and cell phones and stuff like that, then technically, yes, they weren't. They didn't have very much technology. But even like the small, something small as like the tools that they were using or like the pulley system that they would use to raise and lift the giant um, bricks that they were using to make the, the pyramids. That's technically technology as well. It's just right. a different form of technology. Yeah. So it makes it makes sense that people might not be able to fathom that. But then you have to think about it as there was a, like there were catastrophic events that happened between then and now that kind of pushed things back. Yes. Correct. Um, um, I think it's really, I think it's so funny that um, the two prominent figures that they included on this list are Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> and his so eloquent put statement, aliens built the pyramid, ob. It's like, come on, what are you, 17? He, he just, well, what do you expect from a man who, <sighs> anyway. All right. So you want to look at. One more of these and then jump over to the ones that were proven. Yeah, let me hold on. I just wanted to see. Oh, my God. Scroll through and find a good one. Yeah, the next one. The next one's OK, but it's not super great. Like there are some on this list that are kind of crazy, um, like mass shootings like Handy Hook or False Flags. Like Sandy those are. Hook. That's what I said. Sandy Hook. You said Handy Hook. <laughs> oh, did I really? I'm going to have yeah. to go back and listen to that. Sandy Hook. I did say Handy Hook because I just about did it again. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. 9-11 was an inside job. I think if you ask certain people, they still believe that. The moon yeah. landing was faked. I mean, a lot but of people. There's so much around the moon landing being faked. It's crazy. Oh my God. I know. And actually, um, my ex-husband, his uncles believed that the moon landing was faked. Ex, you're still married. Uh, he's he estranged. Is my, he's my ex in my head. Anyway, here's the one that I find interesting. There's a conspiracy theory for you. Sarah's, Sarah's still married. Sarah is still married. That is true. Legally. Legally. Um, is there's a hidden chamber filled with government secrets behind Mount Rushmore. Oh, I've heard that too. Or that's where they're storing all the cheese. Oh, yes. I have heard that about the cheese. <laughs> because we have a lot of cheese. 
Which, I mean, that was mainly the, the reason they did that was to help keep the dairy, the like the dairy producers in business because I know people, people like, aren't buying cheese. So there's a reason behind it. It's not smart. And then also, I think we looked into it before um, that person. It's pers- it's privately owned now. The government doesn't own it anymore. So the government doesn't own that much cheese. They sold it. They did. But then they sold the cheese to someone else so someone owns it someone privately owns it um well you want to jump over sorry go ahead i was gonna say this next one is a doozy which one ah the the first um first one that you sent me 12 conspiracy theories that actually turned out to be true oh yeah so so you want to go through some of those yeah so this is from reader's digest um and the last one that we were looking at was from teen vogue so Take all those with a grain of salt. (laughs) Um, But this is from Reader's Digest, and it was published uh, just last year in 2023. Um, And it's kind of hard to tell which ones, like, what are, what is what? Because, like, the first one, it doesn't really seem like a conspiracy theory to me. Or it doesn't look like it's highlighted like a conspiracy theory to me. Maybe I'm I'm not looking at it right. Which which one are you looking at? I don't know. Like, it's, okay, it's not. So it's just the introduction of it. Yeah, that was just the introduction. So wait, I scrolled down and that might have been a mistake, but also, oh my God. What? <laughs> to one of these, um, one of these theories that turned out to be true. And it's hold on. Okay. So the conspiracy is that the Dalai Lama is a CIA agent. Oh. Okay. And the truth, perhaps the reason the Dalai Lama is smiling in all those photos has something to do with the six-figure salary he pulled down from the U.S. government during the 1960s. According to declassified intelligence documents, he earned $180,000 in connection with the CIA's funding of the Tibetan resistance to the tune of $1.7 million per year. The idea was to disrupt and hamper China's infrastructure. That's kind of crazy. So he's not really a CIA agent, but in a sense, he worked for the CIA? So, like, in a sense, he was a CIA agent because he worked for the CIA. But, yeah. Doesn't the Dalai Lama live in California now? I don't know where the Dalai Lama lives. I All I knew, all I know about the Dalai Lama is this. That once a year, he goes to Bloomington, Indiana. And when he does, Richard Gere and Harrison Ford both show up. Um, I do like the, the third one on this list. The first lady who ran the country. So a stroke rendered President Woodrow Wilson incapable of governing and his wife surreptitiously surreptitiously stepped in. Um, And it just talks about how she was basically making the decisions for him, but made it still look like he was the one that was making the decisions. So she was making most executive decisions, um, despite claiming that she acted only as a steward. That's cool. Which is cool because she was just like, it's fine. Just move him out of the way. I'll take care of it. (laughs) <laughs> like it's all good um let's see well here's one that shouldn't come as a shock to anybody um the conspiracy is with the advances in technology the government is using its vast resources to track citizens i mean um duh the truth 
In 2016, government agencies sent 49,868 requests for user data to Facebook, 27,850 to Google, and 9,076 to Apple, according to the Electronic Frontier Foundation, the EFF, a major nonprofit organization that defends civil liberties in the digital world and advises the public on matters of internet privacy. You've probably also heard that your computer camera could be used to spy on you. And then there's a link um, if somebody wants to look at the likelihood of someone watching you through your camera. I mean, honestly, if someone's watching me through my camera, first of all, hello, other than you, obviously. Second of all, second of all you're not going to see very much interesting stuff. My life is very boring. I'm either working, watching YouTube, or scrolling through TikTok, or playing the stupid game on my phone that I don't have any other games on my phone. <laughs> so not much happens on my phone or on in my world. I do agree with the next one on the list that talks about big tobacco new that cigarette caught cigarettes cause cancer because obviously they did. There was evidence of it. They buried it um, just to prevent or to r reduce the amount of potential uh, loss from sales. So obviously if someone, well, I was going to say, obviously, if someone knows that something will kill you, they'll stop using it. But people still smoke like crazy in today's age. So it's it's insane. It's, it's true. <clears throat> Um, I am not surprised by this one. Conspiracy, the Gulf of Tonkin incident on August 2nd, 1964, was faked to provoke American support for the Vietnam War, which does not surprise me. Um, the truth, by the time news reached American ears, the facts surrounding the North Vietnamese attack on the American naval ship Maddox were already fuzzy. Declassified intelligence documents have since revealed that the Maddox had provided support for South Vietnamese attacks on a nearby island and that the North Vietnamese were responding in kind, according to the U.S. Naval Institute. The event opened the floodgates for direct American military involvement in Vietnam. Yeah, I do think that there's a lot of, like, they hair trigger pull something to, like, go into a war. Yeah. Because of unclear information and it happens a lot and it's a little a little ridiculous and i think the u.s is bad about jumping into wars before they have all the information just to jump into a war saying that they were there helping first right and exactly. so that they can they can say well we spent all this money helping with this war so you should get rid of some of the debts that we have from your country or from the countries around them i don't like that um, I do like the the one. It's not right after that one about the aliens, but it's about uh, Canada tried to develop a gaydar. <laughs> yes, I so, was just reading that. So the conspiracy theory is the Canadian the Canadian government. They say the Canada government. I don't like that. The Canadian government was so paranoid about homosexuality that it developed a gay bar, gaydar machine, and it really did happen. So in the 1960s, the government hired a university professor to develop a way to detect homosexuality in federal employees. He came up with the machine that measured pupil dilation in the response to same-sex erotic imagery. And the Canadian government used it to exclude or fire more than 400 men from civil service, the military, and the Mounties and the American government was just as guilty as they had uh, with these 10 secret. And then there's a link to 10 secret, uh, 10 secret U.S. government operations, <clears throat> which I think is a little I mean, most people are going to respond to erotic imagery no matter what. True. So it, it, it doesn't really it's weird, um, but I can see how like it makes sense in theory. But I don't like the way that they used it. And I believe they kind of 
tried to amend, make amend for, make amends for the issues and what they, they did, what the Canadian government did. The U.S. government, not so much. They don't care. Yeah. And then the last one on this list goes back to the Illuminati. Yeah. Shock of the year. So the only difference um, between, sorry, I'm like having a pain. You are a pain. I am a pain and I am having a pain. It's um, all that tail you're getting in your new car. <laughs> anyway, um, the only different one on the other list is um, the Bohemian Grove, the secretive gathering of world elites. Um, a secretive organization of people that control the world. Well, it turns out it does exist, and many of its members are powerful world leaders and titans of industry. The real action happens at Bohemian Grove, which appears to primarily exist as a place where the rich and powerful go to misbehave, according to the Washington Post. Or, alternatively, to hear it from the group directly, where members share a passion for the outdoors, music, and theater. However, along with more traditional fairs such as drinking and big dinners, the regular activities also reportedly include performing rituals before a giant wooden owl. Owners of the property host a two-week retreat in California each year for some of the wealthiest and most influential Americans. Past attendees include Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan, both of whom attended before entering the White House. Oh, and it's where the idea for the atomic bomb was first sketched out. So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and you're wrong. The other one, the number six is not on the other one. Oh, I didn't. Um, so the last one on the, the second list, which is called um, Not All Conspiracy Theories Are Fake News. These six actually turned out to be true. And the very last one on this list is the conspiracy to kill Abraham Lincoln. Um, so the most common held version of the events in the actor John Wilkes Booth that the act is that the actor John Wilkes Booth act, acted alone when his he assassinated President Lincoln inside Ford's theater. But it turns out Booth collaborated with no less than nine other co-conspirators, including Mary Surratt, the first woman executed in the U.S. by the U.S. government. Uh, first, there was David Harold, who helped Booth escape after leaving Ford's theater. Then there was George Estrad, I don't know, A-Z-T-E-R-O-D-T, Estrad, uh, who unsuccessfully attempted to assassinate Vice President Andrew Johnson. Even though Estrad uh, never actually attempted the act, he was nonetheless executed for plotting against the president. Meanwhile, co-conspirator Lewis Powell did attempt to assassinate Secretary of State William Seward, uh, severely injuring him. Uh, and if you ever want to learn the full story of Booth's treacherous act and the desperate attempt to capture him and his team. You you can't do better than James L. Swanson's Manhunt, the 12-day chase for Lincoln's killer. It really doesn't say that much. Like, I was yep. confused. This isn't a very well-written No, it's not. Portion. This is from Upworthy. Also, you look like you have a halo around you. Uh, that's because I turned off the lamp that was on, and I'm just letting the natural light shine on me. So it's revealing my natural angelic properties. Wow. <laughs> Getting deep in here, everybody. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, okay, so so we kind of just dove right in. But I have a story to tell about what happened today. Okay. So today, I went to work. 
right? Like I do, went to work. And then after work, I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? It's a lovely day, I'm going to go to the library because I suddenly had the desire to read, which is great because I've been like really struggling with my depression, so I haven't really been wanting to read. So I was just like, okay, I actually wanna read, so I need to go check out a book. I went to the library to prevent myself from spending money, okay? <laughs> I get to the library and I walk into the new building and there right in front of me are all these books that they have weeded from the collection Oh. that they are selling for two and a, <laughs> like for a dollar or two. Man, I thought you were going to say right there at the front were Girl Scouts. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but that would not have been surprising. But anyway, so I spent $20 at the library. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I need to budget now before I go to the library. <laughs> So yeah. But for the record, I did still check out the two books that I went there for originally. So anyway. Sorry, I'm just waiting until I, I was paused or muted for a second. Why were you muted? It's okay. Hold on. Well, I guess he's doing something, whatever. He's trying to get his mic to work, maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. No, I'm trying to not have sound in the background. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I understand now. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> Work was work. Um, I did have a lovely two days off in a row, though, which was nice. Well, that's good. I haven't had that for a long time. Yeah. Yesterday was my dad's birthday. Um, and yeah, yeah. Oh, I went and I saw um, Lisa Frankenstein on Wednesday. Oh, that's cool. It was really, it was a really good movie, actually. I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a combination of um, Edward Scissorhands and Jennifer's Body. Oh, okay. It was, it, it was just, it was like a teenage version of those two movies smashed together with a dash more comedy. Mm. Interesting. It was, it was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. <laughs> um, how did your like scary maze thing go? What was it? Oh, my haunted house for valentine's yeah. it was it was scary it was scarier than halloween's was um well love is scary love is scary <laughs> so the theme was love bites um oh so gosh there were vampires in there um and the scare actors were a lot more um interested in following you <laughs> so like you're not allowed to run, right? It says in the thing, like at the very beginning, you're not allowed to run. Okay. So Nick and I were just like power walking. It's <laughs> like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not looking at you, please. Um, but no, we got the bejesus scared out of us a bunch of times and it was amazing. I loved every second. I will say the one thing that will probably be everyone talking about was the AT&T issue that happened yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where there was a massive outage. And it wasn't just AT&T, so it was a bunch of different providers. So I'm assuming it was probably something to do with AT&T cell towers. Um, and they released a statement. Go ahead. You feel? I feel like you're going to say something. I was going to say, I've already heard a conspiracy theory about this. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they released a statement and said that it was due to um, a, a software upgrade or a software update that they had to then roll back and fix um, that caused a bunch. But I don't understand why it didn't like mess with everybody, because like my dad said his was fine, but 
my sister's was fine and her but her boyfriend's wasn't fine so it was like it wasn't everyone but it was a bunch of people so it doesn't mine really make sense fi- was fine until it wasn't fine yeah i mean mine was out I don't know when it started, but I was aware of it being out and not having access to the internet or having access to do anything other than make emergency calls for at minimum six hours. So like mine started before 6 a.m. because I got up at six. I got up at 6.15 to get in the shower and get ready for the day. And then when I was on my way to work, I was like, oh, I don't have any service. Why don't I have any service? So I restarted my phone several times. I reset the network connections, but it was still not working. And then I got to work and I found out Karen's phone wasn't working either. She also has AT&T. And then um, one of the managers came in and he goes, oh yeah, I heard that on the the radio on the way in. There's a bunch of AT&T customers that don't have service right now. That's crazy. But it's apparently based on what they released said it wasn't a cyber attack it wasn't a solar lens or solar flare it wasn't anything like that it was they did an update a software update that caused some issues with some of the more recent upgraded cell towers and caused them to not work i personally thought oh great i just did a software update on my phone and something with the software update from from apple screwed it up so it wasn't working properly Mm. but that's not what happened so I don't know. What are some of the conspiracy theories that you've heard? Because I haven't I haven't really looked into too much because I don't really care. <laughs> but the, mo- the most prominent theory that I have heard today is that um, Russia is attacking our cell tower grid. Mm. So they're trying to hack into the grid um, to take over the country. Oh, I think I did see something about that. Yeah, it was like Russia was basically testing how well or how people would react or how something would how it would work if they took over cell towers and something like that i was like calm down it seems like more than likely someone at AT at&t screwed up and they're trying to fix it now but they did take a big dip in their um stock stock yesterday when that happened because yeah i don't i don't understand how it was okay how they let it go for so long and why it took so long to fix because like i said mine was out for over six hours yeah and i from what i heard um there were people who were out for 18 yeah so i mean it could have been 18 i don't know like i said i was i'm if i'm at home i'm connected to my wi-fi so the only time i know is when i leave right it could have been longer um craziness it's insanity and how long was yours out uh like two hours tops but then i'm dealing with my dad and he doesn't he got his new phone and he doesn't understand it because android is so different from apple Mm. i always tell people if you don't want if you want something that's easy for people to use get them an iphone because they're very easy to use there's very little that you can like do to them to mess them up. Whereas with Androids, there's so much custom customability, so many ways you can customize them mm-hmm. that if you do something wrong, you can completely screw it up and not know how to fix it. So if it makes just to me, it makes most sense to just get someone an Apple phone or an iPhone if they aren't very tech savvy, which is a weird thing to say because iPhone or Apple is like very major tech company, mm-hmm. but it it is so simple that so many people can use it. And there are so many like tech things that you can do with it that if you know how to do them, it's easy to do. 
But if you don't know how to do them, then obviously it's not going to be easy to do. Right. This reminds me of what Sam was telling us about her husband's new smart pan. Yeah. And I think her, she, I was confused because I thought she meant it was the only pan that worked with their stove. Oh, the way no. The way that I read it, it was the only pan that worked with her stove. I was like, well, that sounds like a dumb investment. But then she clarified it with as long as it's a, um, what are they called? It has to be a specific type of pan to work with an induction cooktop, which is very, I mean, most metal pans now are induction, are compatible with induction cooktops. So Right. But I was confused. I was confused. I think it's more the the pan is set up. I think it's cool technology, but you could also do get the same thing with a thermometer inside the meat if that's what you're using. Um, seems like a weird investment, but it's their money. So they want to invest it that way. That's how they do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm of the opinion that technology has gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> I am old and that scares me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm wiping my pain out on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I don't understand the point of a smart pan um at all. I what? I mean, okay. I could see some uses where if you especially if you're learning how to cook and you want to make sure it like gets to a certain temperature and stays at that temperature, then that makes sense so that you don't like burn it. So it, it helps. It's a, a cooking aid to help you cook better or to help you understand how the cooking process works and prevent you from like ruining your food. As long as you look at technology as something that is helping better something, I think it is always a good option. I don't feel like... And that's your that's opinion, just, Sarah. Maybe that's just my internalized ableism. I don't know. I just I just don't understand. Like, the... I don't understand how that makes life easier when there's already so many other ways to do the thing yeah. more yeah. cost effectively than purchasing a smart pan yeah to I go with know. a smart stove oh and i do have some bad news we didn't get to go to salem last week because i was not feeling well mm, that's so tough. so we probably won't go this weekend either because i'm still not feeling great and ryan's not feeling good so we probably won't feel up to walking around salem for a good hour three hours five hours yeah um but we shall get there sometime um hopefully before it gets too hot because i really don't want to go there in the summer and in the fall it's apparently insane all the time yeah which makes yeah, yeah. sense the witch the witchcraft the witchery yeah. well the links to the three of the articles that we talked about today uh will be included in the description of the podcast um do you have anything else going on this weekend um no I'm working and I got to study for a Korean test. So wish me, wish me luck on that. Do you not have Korean friends that you can help or that can help you like practice? No. Maybe you should look into like a, a Facebook group that is like people that go there meet to practice Korean. That's true. It can help help you practice. How's the job? Job search going. The job search is going. Um, I put in three more applications today. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting to hear back on one application. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. I'm a little upset slash annoyed. Not really upset, more annoyed. Um, I did hear back from the Purdue Global uh, mm. job that I put I had applied for. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't really tell me 
anything other than they had already filled the position. So it wasn't like, here's the reason. Although I find it weird and I responded and I was like, thanks for the response and letting me know. Um, I would love to know a little bit more information about kind of why I wasn't chosen. Um, right. And if you could look into it, because what I was told was whenever I had talked about it or when I reached out in December, they weren't currently hiring because of implementing a new pay system. Um, and then I haven't heard anything since until I just reached out. So it would be good to get as any information you could send me on the reasoning behind why it wasn't. I wasn't even included in like an interview or anything. Um, I haven't heard anything back and it took oh, over two weeks to hear back from the last question I asked. And it came from a completely different email address, too. So that's kind of annoying, but yeah. it wasn't like a make or break type of thing it would have been great to have as like an option and the ability to kind of like use that to help supplement some income um i did get uh, a raise and my bonus information so that's fun woot, woot. i got like a just over a six percent raise which is good nice which is i mean double what typically you would get yeah um so that's good and then my uh, bonus comes in and I'm hoping I can pay down some on my car so that I can then refinance it and get a lower payment. Mm, good idea. So that's, that's my whole plan with my my bonus, which sucks, but because I'm not doing anything fun with it, but I, it will help me save more money in the long run so that I don't have to uh, have a higher car payment. And then I can use the money that I would typically be paying to pay for something else or to put in a savings account so that I can do other stuff. Yeah, it's true. So I'm hoping to get it below like right around the $400 mark. So it would remove basically almost cut it in half. Mm -hmm. um, if I am able to get it refinanced through my bank. So we shall see. We shall see. I've been looking at um, similar cars and what they're selling for. Um, and if I can get it below a certain amount, I should be able to refinance it without having like, without having too, too high of an interest, which I mean, right now my interest rate is like 9%, which isn't great, but it's because I rolled over so much negative equity with the Explorer mm. that it's like they had to give me a higher rate because I was, um, like, I think I rolled over like $7,000 negative equity. So it was a lot. Sounds like so it. So to offset that, they charge me a higher rate. So we shall see. Um, and then this weekend, thanks for asking. Like you gave me a moment to ask. <laughs> oh, now she's saying I'm talking over her. That's right. Okay. <laughs> um, this weekend, I don't really have much planned, which is not shocking. Um, but I'm mainly going to try and like just hang out and recuperate because Monday and Tuesday I have new higher orientation and next week is a busy week too. Don't make that nose at me. I was scrunching in sympathy. I do think on Thursday and Friday though, I am working from home next week because I don't want to go on Thursday, not end of sentence, but there's a reason I have, um, a, another event to go to on Thursday mm. in Providence. It's not until like six o'clock, but. I still, I just don't want to be in Quincy until like I would get, I would leave at like 2.30 or no, I would leave at three. So I want to be here and then just get ready and go because I don't right. have any, any real reason to have to be on site Thursday or Friday. So I'm planning on hopefully just working from home. There you go. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Who's Stan? I don't know. All right. Well, would you like to call it a podcast? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't have anything else. 
So wait for right. the podcast. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you liked the episode, please give us a like and a comment. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. And if you would, leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will get help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Feel free to follow us on our social media, our Instagram and Twitter and Everything else is at Now About That Pod. Uh, if there is a specific topic that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to email us at nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com, or you can call and leave us a voicemail or send us a text message with any questions you would like us to discuss on the podcast. Our phone number is 765-557-4170. Again, we thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on a Monday. And Sarah, enjoy your work weekend. And you enjoy your weekend. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.